Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. Another insane week. My name is Steve Miller with my handsome host from the Holy Land, Matt Zucker. Hello, hello, hello. I'm tempted to go, hey now, but that would be ripping off the Larry Sanders show. You can say whatever you want. (laughs) How you doing, Stephen? Oh, Matt. Matt, Matt, what an incredible, insane week. Another just every week is just filled with stupidity and insanity in this world. And every week I just go to a darker, darker place. I always get I always have get put in insane situations. I uh, when we uh, when we when we open up the beginning of the show, I'll talk about I had a uh, an incident at Dick's Sporting Goods Store, which is a local sporting goods store here um, with a manager. (laughs) Um, <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. Um, uh, only me. Uh, but we got a lot of uh, a good, uh, a lot of weird stories. At least I, I found some wacky stories. Uh, Kim Jong Il in the news, North Korea, and uh, and the Pope. Pope is in the news again. I've several times I've <clears throat> tried to talk about the Pope, but the stories I did never had a time to. But this time I promise we got to talk about the Pope. Okay, yeah, we'll see if we can save time for that. <laughs> Put at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Any I'm joking, any, any, man? And any, any, what about you? Why not? Any, any, oh, any... It was. I don't know. I got some. I got some like some decent stories to talk about. But you know, I had a couple of observations. I had it was a strange weekend. And I got to attend a uh, Zoom bar mitzvah in the United States at a Reform congregation, and you know, we spent half the time with our jaw hanging, like wow. <laughs> uh, I you sent me a clip of that. Yeah, I mean. You know, it was crazy. So, I, you know, so a little, you know, some observational stuff that just makes me laugh. Hopefully it'll make our listeners laugh. Uh, and I have a few interesting stories to talk about as well. Hopefully we can keep the corona nonsense to a minimum because that's just, but I don't know how you avoid it. Right. Well, there's another variant coming out soon. Oh, Delta, right, right. Delta Cron. We'll talk yeah. about that when we come back. All the other stuff. Right here on Lighten Up. How did a nice Jewish girl from Delaware end up living in Israel? Shalom! I'm Natalie Sapinski. Join me on my show, Returning Home. Meet different people who have moved to Israel. Hear their personal stories, their highs, their lows, and everything in between. Each week, we talk to experts on immigration and the process of moving to Israel. Listen to Returning Home every Thursday, only on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Lighten Up, everybody, right here on Israel News Talk Radio. I'm uh, half of the dynamic duo, Matt Zucker, and my other half, Stephen Miller, on the other side of the screen there. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, shalom. Anyway, so you were talking about your incident at Dick's. Did that happen over the weekend? You always have the most exciting weekends. Yeah, I know. Um, it's like drama yes. looks for you, man. <laughs> it, re- it really does. Um, yeah, so Dick's is a, uh, is a local sporting store goods store. You know, like you, know, you could buy sporting goods stuff. They're pretty big. And uh, so I went in there. My son wanted a jump rope. I wanted a jump rope as well. Um, no one probably knows. None of So you guys listeners. could do like double dutch together? Yeah. And I went in there, and they had no children's jump ropes. They were completely just – they had nothing. Now, I went in there the week before to find some other things that I use for training, which they did not have, which they should have you know, for a sporting goods store. Meanwhile, their competition, Models, you know Models, Matt, because sure. you're from the area. That's a, that's is, a real sporting goods store. Yeah, they're out of business. So they oh, should be. I haven't should, been there for a while. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gone. So they they should be you know flocking it in. They should be having the shelves should be filled. The customers should be packed in there. It was empty, and I got upset. I'm like, I'm getting tired of walking into stores and the shelves are empty, and they're blaming you know they're not getting shipments. And I get into an argument with the uh, the Dick's manager. I'm saying all I want is is my son to have a jump rope. You guys don't even have that. I said, you know why. Uh, guys like Jeff Bezos are putting you out of business because they give the customers what they want. If I want a kid's jump rope, I can get the kid's jump rope on Amazon. I come here. You've got nothing. Well, sir, I, you know, I, you know, it's because of the shipping and this and that. Oh, I'm like, you know what it is? It's because of Joe Biden. That's why. Oh, my God. Everything's because oh, of Joe Biden. Yeah. And I'm like, Man, I can't get a jump rope for my son. Man. And, uh... <laughs> And the guy goes, you know, oh, well, I don't think it's really that. I'm like, yes, it is. I said, you know what? If you would have maybe, you know, stop being so concerned with wearing your mask and start selling products so you can make money, people like Jeff Bezos won't put you out of business. And then I walked away. I mean, I ended up buying the jump rope for myself because I needed it. And I walked away and I just said, let's go, Brandon. (laughs) Can I ask you a stupid question? Sure. Can your kid, like, use – you know, a grown-up jump rope and wrap it around in his hand a couple of times, sort of like choking up on the bat. Well, I, that's true. You know, he, maybe he could. He's he's been using it, but I mean, man, you gotta lighten up, dude. You can't. You like, you I can't, know. You know it's People. like you can't get. You know, so you wrap so tight that you gotta let stuff like that is small, man. Water off the back. Well, I'm but tired I, of going into convenience well, stores. Listen, first can't of all, find a Snapple because you. there's no drinks available. As a Second Amendment enthusiast, it's actually your fault for even going into that worthless store to begin with. Yeah, I know. Because I then, stopped. Like, I wouldn't go in there for a pack of bubble gum after they uh, turned left on their on their gun issue. So, yeah, so, man, I don't they know. Used, tell you. They used to sell guns and ammo, and I even mentioned that to him. I said, maybe if you guys weren't so woke and you and you st- and you start selling your ammo and your guns again you get your customer base back there's no liberals who are buying guns how many liberals are oh yeah athletes? i got news for you apparently there's a whole lot of liberals buying guns now i saw something where in hollywood all the rich and famous are trying to uh get armed and trained now cuz <laughs> cuz of cuz of the conditions that their policies have created <laughs> yeah exactly well Law of unintended consequences. Man, reality bites you right in the rear end sometimes, huh? 
<laughs> it was just, and my son, when I scream, when I when I walk out screaming, "Let's go, Brandon!" My son starts laughing. He loves it. He loves watching me freak out on 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 businesses that are just you know. So is he an instigator? My my son. Yeah, if he likes to see that, you know, like my yeah. younger son likes to poke the bear. He gets, he, you know. Yeah, he yeah. does. He's Next only... thing you know, I'm all twisted. I'm freaking out, and he's sitting there laughing. He goes, "Well, that was easy." <laughs> Yeah, he, he he does. He's only ten, but he heard you know. He's like, "You communist! You're a commie." <laughs> well, listen, just keep him out of the universities, okay? Because you know, I had a kid who went to went to school, um, like solid conservative, and uh, like which was in the libertarian club his freshman year. And by the time he got out of the four-year private school, man, it was 180 degrees. I was like – I told him, I said, I said I, I, I'm going to call your school and demand my money back. And he said, why? I said, I paid $60,000 a year for a history d- degree, and you came out a socialist. Obviously, they're not teaching history. <laughs> yeah. It's all insane. Uh, so anyway, listen, I have to tell you about my weekend. Okay. Um, I got to attend – a Zoom bar mitzvah in the United States. And fortunately, because of the time difference, I was able to attend because, you know, Sh- Shabbat had ended here. And uh, old friends of ours at a reformed congregation, but we were like, <laughs> so first of all, it's, the, you know, the so for our listeners, every week on the Torah, Torah portion has a name and a meaning. So this week's Torah portion was Bo. Which for our listeners and it is translates to come. So it started off talking about this week's parsha Bo, which means go. <laughs> he said it meant go. He said it meant go. And I'm like, wow, okay. Well, you know, and then <laughs> come on, let's go. <laughs> let's go to the desert. Right. And you know, and you know, words are 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 carefully chosen. There are no wrong words. There's no right. extra words in the right. Torah, right? So you know, not even close. No. What was Did anyone sound? correct him? Nope. Missed it by that much. <laughs> um, and then uh, you know, so we're watching. So we're going, wow. Do you know the words to the Amida are different in a reform synagogue? Yeah. Yes, so, I know it is. They add words. They take out words. The right, Amida so, is a prayer that uh, Amida is like one of our like holiest prayers. Yeah. So so they take out the part. So they take out the part where um, uh, <clears throat> God gives God gives life to the dead, right? It's no God gives life to all. So and they take out the uh, the wanting to rebuild the the Beit Hamikdash, the holy temple. And what do they add in? Nothing. That's dropped. Actually, that's dropped. That's actually dropped in the conservative um, prayer book as well, because, you know, I, you know, our friend Avi Abelo, right, when he, he was in visiting, he was, he was staying with me. He's like, oh, do you have a Sidur Agabar? And I gave him one. He goes, oh, I can't. You know, this is a conservative. I'm like, what's the difference? And he, he showed that to me. And I'm like, why? He goes, oh, for some reason, they have a problem with the Messiah. No Mashiach for the reforming conservative Jews. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, and then they have um, – so then also um, for our listeners who are not Jewish, you're not supposed to have non-Jews up reading from the Torah or giving the blessings before the Torah. But nope, Gentiles are going up there and doing the blessings in English from the Torah. It was just like – How would you know they weren't Jewish? 
because I knew them. I knew they. I, oh, oh. I thought, were, the, I thought he'd bring them up. And now we're going to bring up Gentile no, number one. Come on and it up was to like, the Torah. And it, was, it was actually kind of painful because I'm like, these people, I'm like, I'm like, I was kind of cringing, but they're people I like, but I was cringing, you know. And then, oh, and then the masks. Holy smokes. They all have masks on. You can see the Chaz and the Cantor, who his mask is like uh, breathing in and out, like, you know, and he's like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. So then the kid, they can't, you can't hear the kid with his mask on. So they give him the go ahead to take the mask off. Oh, thank you. So the kid's mask is off for the whole bar mitzvah. And, you know, look, and he's a nice kid. I mean, you know, God bless him. I mean, it really, it's tough. It was tough to watch because I love him all so much. Right. But at the end, it was all over. It was all over. They could not get the mask on that kid fast enough. I was like, he just had it off for two hours around all you. And at that point, we just disconnected. At that point, uh, when, they, when they when they remuzzled the kid, we were out. That's <laughs> we can't. Re- remuzzle the kid. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, 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 oh. And then, right, so so then with Parshat Bo, yeah. uh, it was related how uh, – you know, because you always try to find something in the Torah related to today's life, right. right? Which is, you know, the whole point of it. But uh, it was all of the plagues were related to social justice issues. <laughs> the plagues? <laughs> what was the plague of blood related to? Uh, the beatings that Jews he didn't, take he didn't from break BLM? It down. He didn't break it down specifically, but it was like, you know, things, well, you know, bullying and racism and, uh, oh, clothing uh, insecurity. That was a new one. I hadn't heard about clothing insecurity before. At first, I was like, is what? that like when, you, is that when you're afraid to leave the house because you're not sure if you match or not? But then <laughs> then it was explained to me that you know, it's for people who, you know, are underprivileged or whatever, poor, can't, you know, like food insecurity, people that can't afford to, I don't know why we just can't say poor. Are you kidding me? Clothing insecurity yeah. means someone who's poor. Yeah, it was like oh, you know, and uh, you know, global warming, of course. Oh, but yeah. Da, 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 yeah, I was like, I'm sitting here going, wow, wow. You know, the swarm of the uh, the the uh, insects wouldn't have happened if it wasn't global warming. Everybody. Oh my God, <laughs> unbelievable. And, you know, and listen, and as our amazing producer Tamar, you know, said. To me, she goes, well, you know, at least they recognize the significance and had the event. And I'm like, true. Well, she's always positive. I love that. But I was sitting there like, wow. That is that <sighs> is unbelievable. Yeah. So that was like that was my that was my Saturday evening. <laughs> you know what? I'd rather be arguing with the manager at Dick's than witnessing <laughs> that. I think I would have, too. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, listen, wait, when would he come back? I want to, uh, speaking of, I, I, my mother in her community got an email for a mask fitting workshop. It's, and I want to oh, share what, it with a you. mask fitting workshop. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah. that like, it's like, you know, properly fitted like child seats or bike helmets? <laughs> yes. Well, this is, this is, I'll, I'll read the quick, uh, short email that she got uh, from her community, her 65 plus community. It was so hysterical that she sent it to me. So I just wanted to share it with our global listeners. As soon as we get back, I can't wait. Hang tight, kids.
You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. This is Shai Bentico, and each week I'll be webcasting to you from Judea, origin of the word Jew, a people besieged and beleaguered in every generation. Nazi Germany is but a memory, but in its place the world invented the phantom Palestinians as this generation's internationally authorized Jew killers. Tune in for a different slant on life in Israel, Phantom Nation, every Monday. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Radio on the Lighten Up show. My name is Steve Miller with Matt Zucker here. Hi. On off the air. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Anyway, Matt, we're going <laughs> to get right into this because we've spent so much time talking about how horrifying our weekends were with morons. <laughs> so my mother lives in a 65 plus community and she got this email from the, you know, executive director that owns the whole development, which is a big corporation out of California, no doubt. Um, but anyway, so she gets this email and she sent it to me because she thought it was hysterical. It says, come to our mask fitting workshop to learn the proper way to put your mask on and wear it. From 11 to 12. <laughs> An hour to tell Where, does, a bunch she, where of does she live? She lives in a, a Rydal Park community. Ah, I know it well. I, used to, it, I grew up like a half a mile from that place. Right. But the, the, she lives – there's homes that they built above yeah, it called yeah, Rydal yeah, Waters. They, yeah, and right, she lives yeah. there in the homes. But an hour, an hour to discuss with a bunch of 80-year-old people. What's the workshop going to be like? Here's the mask. Now you put it over your nose. Okay, that's it. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> well, maybe they do double masking. <laughs> They're going to draw this out for an hour? Oh, my God. Like, you know what? They'd be better work. off doing arts and crafts and having, like, you know, everybody decorate their own masks. Oh. <laughs> decorate, yeah. And meanwhile, <laughs> they sent an email about all the variants and this. And so now they want every they want these senior citizens to walk around with masks on all the time, driving in your car, eating at the restaurant. And if you're going to have a gathering, you must quarantine yourself 14 days before your your gathering. My mom is like, I'm not doing any of this stuff. They're crazy. Right, but my mom lives my mom lives in a place similar to that, but out in the in the Bluebell area. And she lives you know, she lives in her own carriage house, you know, and they have the apartments too. And I understand they have separate rules for the high density apartment buildings, but they've laid some rules on the people that live in their own houses and they're like, Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, my mom's not following. It's all de- look, it's all it's all designed by like I guess risk management uh, people from the insurance companies. It's you know, yeah. l- lawyers with no medical background would be my yeah. guess. My mom, my mom follows no rules. She's like me. I have to tell you something, but the mask thing is crazy here still. Like today, I was at yoga. Yes, that's right. I said yoga. You anyway, at yoga? I, well, I got to get in shape, dude. I'm tight. I'm fat. So I actually, <laughs> <You're>, I actually, <laughs> you know, tight and fat. I've never tight, heard that. Well, because you know, it's like don't, you ever hear me try. Listen, if you heard me try to tie my shoelaces, you would know what I'm talking about. Oy! I know. I love the word. I don't even know I'm making the noise. My wife is like, do you know? Do you, do you always make noise when you bend over? Was, apparently. <laughs> anyway, so there's this brother that comes into the yoga class and it's an all. Oh, hey, oh accident, accident. So it's an all male yoga class. Uh, 
and this guy comes in and he wears a mask the whole time in a yoga class. Oh. And, and it's like, and, and you hear him, the guy's like struggling, he's dying over there. And I really just want to say to him, like, brother, take the mask off. Do you think it's doing a stinking thing? You're in a room with like six other guys. <laughs> God, that's funny. Uh, it'll never, it'll never end. But no. here, this, here's a story that will cheer you up. Okay. Yes. This is from the New York Post. This is this is great. I love this when I saw this. It says uh, North Korea claims Kim Jong Il invented the burrito. <laughs> this is great. Ready? It says a North. Well, Korea- I gotta send him a thank you note. <laughs> Thanks to him, that's why you're in yoga class. You're eating too much of uh, <laughs> North Korean burritos. So they're they're this is I, I don't even know why this is even a story. Like they're they're it goes a North Korean state news outlet claims Kim Jong Un's father invented the burrito, and a propaganda video shows citizens chowing down on the Tex-Mex favorite despite widespread widespread food shortages in the Wide country. <laughs> I know I can't speak. It's the Delta Cron. <laughs> but uh, so basically they have no food in the country, but he's going on saying, oh, we invented the burrito. <laughs> we we invent burrito. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell you. Kim Jong-il came up with the idea. Instead of calling it a burrito, he calls it a wheat wrap. <laughs> a wheat wrap. <laughs> so why they have they a- even like like that. Why are they even printing that story? Well, I, be, apparently they want everyone to know how, you know, how successful and how everything is good. I mean, he wants to be, we rich, we, we invent burrito, not Mexicans. See, everything good in our country. <laughs> and there's pictures of Koreans shoving their faces with burritos. It, it's burritos. It's so like, it's obviously propaganda because they had, they interviewed a guy who escaped North Korea in 2014. And he said that this is absolutely not true, that they don't even have enough food to make a burrito they don't, of they course don't, they eat tree bark man right like, they don't have they don't have they don't have milk and cheese and spices in the country so he's like this is just not true <laughs> and <laughs> so then you they, know what though uh, no, i have to tell you man you like making me miss mexican food they don't have like there's mexican food here but you know it's, once i started keeping kosher a couple years ago i stopped with the mexican food because it's just not the same without cheddar cheese all over your burrito. You know hey, what I'm saying? Nothing, nothing like a North Korean burrito, baby. I love it. Well, you, but actually, you know what? And you don't get fat with the North Korean burritos because there's <laughs> actually no food in it. <laughs> it. It's just the wheat wrap, and it's empty. <laughs> but here, so the article finishes off. They're trying to find out where the burrito was invented. It said the, per- the precise origin of the burrito is unclear, but the word appears in an 1895 Mexican dictionary, which describes it as a regional item from the Mexican state of Guanajuato. <laughs> it's in a dictionary, man. You look under the dictionary under burrito in, in 1895, and it's there. <laughs> well, I heard uh, falafels were invented by Palestinians 2,500 years ago. <laughs> and actually i have an article that says chinese food was invented by the swedes i don't believe it it's a joke dude uh, okay. <laughs> lighten up see i was right it wasn't true <laughs> north koreans invented burritos the swedes invented chinese food arabs invented- so, listen, man, while you're talking about food while you're talking about food i have to tell you so you know the um Right near me, about three minutes from where I live, 
they just opened up a brand new KFC. And for our Ooh. global audience, it's not from America. That stands for Kentucky Fried Chicken. And like, and like the locals are so excited. But, you know, as an American transplant, you go, oh, KFC, really? And it's right next to the Corona Testing Center. <laughs> <laughs> they inject the uh, vaccine into your drumsticks. Well, the line at KFC was long. First of all, you know, it's crazy here with the COVID test. People are waiting like two, two and a half hours to, on, online to get their or in line. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm not from New York uh, uh, to get their tests. And the line at Kentucky Fried Chicken was longer than the line to get the COVID <laughs> testing oh, center. It's like, oh, my God. And I, I don't even think this one's kosher. Because mm. there's so many Arab towns around here, I don't think that it'll be kosher. Which is which is interesting because you know there's actually um, a couple of Arab fried chickens in Israel. Okay, seriously. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if we can start the chicken wars. Oh wow! <laughs> Drive by Palestinian chicken from uh, <laughs> some Molotov cocktails are going to get thrown at uh, KFC from the Arab fried chicken stores. <laughs> <laughs> Get the hell out of the Middle East. This is my turf. <laughs> I just like how it's next to a Corona testing site. <laughs> get t get vaccinated, then go get a bucket of chicken. <laughs> oh, yo, it's what, what a world we live in, isn't it? It's what a world. <laughs> you, it's like you, you know you can't even make fun of it anymore. It's all crazy. Yeah. Well, here's I got a good story. Unless you got something you want to share real quickly. No, but man. I got... Go ahead. Go ahead. Get it off your chest. <laughs> This is uh, Matt. Have you ever, uh, when you were a little kid, fantasized by putting a message in a bottle and throwing it in the ocean and seeing what happens to it? Of course. Yeah. I think so I actually did that. Well, here's the story. Message in a bottle crosses the Atlantic Ocean from Maryland to Ireland. Okay. Uh, it says a couple walking on the beach of Northern Ireland found a message in the bottle that was launched from the United States in 2019. So now in 2022 or 2021, it just got to Northern Ireland. Uh, guess, guess what was in the bottle? What? The bottle contained $2 in U.S. currency and contained a note that revealed it had been launched from Ocean City, Maryland. It's and this is the people that found the the bottle. This is what they said. They're walking on the beach in Northern Ireland. It's like a childhood dream to find something like this. Really? That's your childhood dream to find a message in a bottle? I think you're a loser if that's your childhood dream. <laughs> but anyway, it goes the author was 11-year-old girl Sasha who included her phone number and asked the finders to in, of the bottle to contact her. The couple said they're planning to attempt to call the girl to tell her what happened to her message in the bottle. Meanwhile, there was no message in the bottle. It just had $2 and a phone number. It said, call me. And call me. Let me tell you something. If I put a message in a bottle, I'm writing a manifesto. And you know what? I probably would put in a message that said, are you wearing your mask? <laughs> are you vaccinated? And, and, and put like $100 in there. $2. Give me a break. No, it's 2019, and she's an 11-year-old kid. I think that's a great story, except for maybe there could have been a little bit more of a note. And by the way, that was a great Irish accent. Thank you. It, well, kept make, well, listen, it made me want Lucky Charms. They're magically <laughs> they said, delicious. Yes. They said, <laughs> we found amazing things on the beach before, like fossils and stones, but never anything like this. That's but, the best wait, thing they a found. a bottle is better than fossils? Yeah, these people are 
They should get a metal detector. <laughs> they should get some use their time better in whatever. Well, there's a lot of us that probably should use our time better. Not me. I'm getting into arguments with dicks at Met <laughs> with dicks. Sporty yeah. good store. Anyway, right, that's well, that's well, my well. message in a bottle story. But hang on, folks. We got a lot of other crazy stories coming up next to finish out the end of the show. We're coming up to our last segment. Hi, I'm Rabbi David Aaron. The soul basics are the most profound, the most essential, and yet often the most neglected in our education. Join me for Soul Talk on Israel's News Talk Radio and discover the secrets to love, spiritual growth, and personal power. The news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up uh, for our final segment right here on Israel News Talk Radio. <clears throat> you all right there? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Final se- It just flies by, it man. It does fly by. I can't yeah. talk enough. <laughs> That's not what I hear. <laughs> I just I never get to anything I want to talk about because we're always going off on tangents, which is fine. It's fun. Right, you know, just... last week, last week I had some really good ones. Last week we never got around to them, and I said, like, "Oh, I should save these for next week." And then I had a good. I'm like, "Yeah, right. Like I'll get to them this week either." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the third segment, everybody. Our final segment. <laughs> the show where we try to get you to lighten up and talk about pretty much nothing. <laughs> You know what's interesting? Our job is to try to prove to people, or I guess, like you said, our job is to let people to lighten up. But yet it seems the past month or so I cannot lighten up because I'm getting filled with such agita and anger every weekend. (laughs) It's like it's like, no, it's learned. It's like learned behavior, man. You have to. It's like really hard. I tell you, and I think it's a sick cycle everybody goes through some nobody can like take this craziness with a smile on their face every day except for maybe tomorrow right but uh you know yes that you, is you, true. And I, you and i are just mortals you know it's tough you're not so. tomorrow <laughs> matt you know what i did last night i have no idea so i decided to watch the movie yentl have you seen movie yentl um, i've seen pieces of it but i was never really the biggest barbara streisand fan and the subject matter didn't really interest me when i was young (laughs) well you know let me tell you something first of all that movie foreshadowed life right now oh right right. she she was a trans right she's she 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 was a woman who wanted to study in a yeshiva and dressed up as a boy and then you know fell in love with her study partner who was mandy patankin who flirts Mandy with Patankin, I had no idea. Wow. Mandy Patankin is in it, and he flirts with her, but when he's flirting with her, he doesn't know it's a woman. He thinks it's his study partner, and it's very awkward and very bizarre. And they have a couple questions. First of all, I thought the movie was absolutely horrible. Do you know that it was nominated for five Oscars? It won for Best Original Songs, and the songs were terrible. I mean – She's sitting there. Can you sing one? Can you yes, sing one? I can. For, well, we all know the one song. Papa, can you hear me? There are so many stars in the sky. Which one is you? Papa, can you hear me? 
All right. But <laughs> she's sitting there. They're trying to they're, she's sitting there at a Shabbat table eating dinner and she's looking at Mandy Patinkin, her study partner's, uh, you know, future wife. And she's serving her and doting over Mandy Patinkin. And she's sitting there singing to herself. And I have to hear this garbage. It's like, now I know why he loves her because she feeds him everything and dotes over him. And all I'm thinking about is how lovely the dishes are and how wonderful her fish was made. <laughs> now I know why he loves her. I mean, I'm like this. I, oh, my. This was the worst movie. I First of all, I couldn't. Wa I watched about an hour of it and I had to turn it off. It was it was so bad. First of all, how can you not know that it's not a girl? Barbara, she never gets a beard. She never even gets a five o'clock shadow. And when your study partner in the Shiva wears eyeshadow, you think maybe <laughs> it's not a boy. It's not a man. Oh and let's God. not forget. Let's not forget the Adam's apple. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just very awkward. I mean, you know, when your yeshiva partner wears eyeliner, you have to question it. <laughs> it was just the whole thing was awkward and weird. And it, it just. I know, but I will tell you this. What Matt, possessed Matt, you to watch that movie? I don't know, because I love Fiddler on the Roof, and I thought maybe it was something like that. At, but I didn't even know it was a musical at first. And I don't know. What else am I going to do? <laughs> I started taking notes, and I'm like, oh, i got to talk about this in the show because this is very disturbing. And, and, and it, was just, it was just terrible. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to admit something all over the world right now. Barbara what? Streisand. Barbara Streisand. She's my guilty pleasure. I love, I love me some Barbara Streisand. She is on my Pandora list. Are you <laughs> does serious? That, does that make me gay? Am I gay now? Well, no, because it's not like you know Cher or Barry Manilow, but that's like an old <laughs> Jewish lady's thing, man. I don't know, man. When I, 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 I just when she sings, man, I'm like, oh god, it's beautiful, man, it's beautiful. That's right. When she sings, when she sings, I want to recreate that James Cagney. St scene uh where he smashes the lady in the face with a grapefruit <laughs> <laughs> matt don't you have any guilty pleasures who's your guilty pleasure who do you love that you're just embarrassed to say uh joe uh, biden uh, no most definitely not That's i can't guilty. think of i can't think of anybody i'm embarrassed to admit that uh you know i'm crazy for well i, I can't Barbara you caught me Streisand. off guard. I'm not that fast, man. Barbara Streisand is my guilty pleasure world, and I'm admitting it. I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? Barbara, you're my guilty pleasure, and I love you, Barbara. But Have I you ever seen her politics. in concert? No. Have you ever seen I, her in concert? No, no. I hate her politics, and I hate everything that comes out of her mouth, except her music. It's like butter. You know, my brother took his wife to share once. When they were in Atlantic City, I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I go, how was it? He goes, I was like the only straight guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I imagine a Barbara to... concert to be similar. I would definitely go to a Barbara Streisand concert. I would. But anyway, okay. that's my guilty about... pleasure. I watched Yento last night. There's I nothing wrong the... with it, Stephen. Not, I hate, nothing wrong I hate with the it. movie. Uh, I thought it was so stupid and awkward, and but whatever. What are you gonna do? Live and learn. That reminds me of like you know when I was a kid. Uh, my my dad says, "Hey, there's a Clint Eastwood movie on. You want to watch it with me?" And I you know I loved Clint Eastwood. And I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "It's Clint Eastwood and Lee Marvin." I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome." They're gonna be like tough guys. Have you ever heard of Paint Your Wagons? 
No. It's like a Western musical with Lee Marvin and, and Clint Eastwood. And I sat down. I mean, like, and then they start singing. I was like, what the? That's terrible. My dad's laughing. He goes, I, I didn't think you would enjoy it. He just called me in for a joke. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that is awkward. Yeah. Well, oh, hey, re- listen. You know what was in the news in Israel? What? Um, do you know the name Doug Mastriano? Sounds familiar, but he's no. a state senator from <laughs> Pennsylvania. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Right. Okay. The guy is solid. Barb and I met him before we came to Israel because he was uh, really trying to <clears throat> stop your dictator uh, wolf from you know, perpetrating what he did to that state. Anyway, guy's really good. He's running for governor. And so there was an article here. Pennsylvania Republican Doug Mastriano enters race for governor with a shofar blast. So oh. some dude showed up at his, like, kickoff with a talus and blowing a shofar. But, of course, if you read the article in, in the Israeli press, they were kind of uncomfortable with it. It wasn't, it wasn't a glowing, like, hey, isn't that cool? <laughs> Right, because right, they're very uncomfortable because apparently it's a growing trend for for um, ultra white right wingers oh, to God. use the shofar as a as a symbol. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, "Hey, I know that guy. He's awesome, and he's in the Israeli paper." And I'm like, "A shofar at his kickoff." And I'm like, "I got to read this article." And I'm like, "Oh, I don't think that they think it's a good thing here." <laughs> Well, that's the shofar is a sign of the the war call. I thought it was pretty cool. Anyway, all right. Not some people. Some people are too sensitive and should just lighten up, Stephen. That's right. Hey, you know what? Everyone needs to just watch Yentl and calm down and learn some Torah. That's really why I watch it because I love the Gemara. I love the Talmud and Torah and all that stuff. And I just thought, you know, they, you know. And was it rich, full of uh, Torah lessons? Uh, not really, kind of, not really. But I mean, they were quoting a bunch of stuff. But you know, when you get a bunch of yeshiva guys uh, <laughs> singing and, and dancing gals. and gals, and gals, they should remake that movie. It would be perfect Listen, for now. Dude, you know what's a history? Have you seen um, the Frisco Kid with Harrison Ford and Gene Wilder? No, but I heard about it. Oh, oh, you haven't? Wait, you wasted your time with Yentl, and you haven't seen the Frisco Kid? <laughs> Out of your mind! Don't dude. yuck my Yentl. <laughs> listen, man. Ball, listen, get over Babs. Get over Babs and watch, <laughs> watch the Frisco Kid. It is like awesome. It's it's so funny and it's a it's a great message. Anyway, okay. yeah. fine, fine. Well, I know if you don't like it, if you watch it and don't like it, I'll give you the two hours back. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, what would you like to close out the show with, Matt? We're we're very well. Well, I would, I think. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Ben Gurion University in Beersheba, which is, you know, very well-known university. Uh, the researchers there have taught goldfish to drive. <laughs> what? That's right. The goldfish were placed in a camera-operated motorized vehicle across several different sides of a room and had to reach a target area marked by a red line. So when you read the article... They trained these goldfishes, and I, I, I'm not, I don't know how you train a goldfish, but anyway, um, <laughs> and then they put the gold, so the goldfish could actually swim towards a target, and they, the engineers and the researchers and the scientists desi- designed a, a remote vehicle that the fish could actually direct. 
Were they driving with their fins? With their fins? No, they do it with their eyes. It's a fish operated (laughs) vehicle. And I have no idea why that anybody wants to do this. I have one question for you. But it's pretty cool. What? I have one question. Were any of the fish, when they were driving alone, were they wearing masks? (laughs) Well, no, they're in the water, so. That's no excuse. Uh, The virus can penetrate the water. Yes. Yes. Uh, Anyway, I saw that and I was like, goldfish driving vehicles with their brains. Amazing. Amazing. Anyway, God, leave it to the Jews. This is this is what Israel spending their money on. Look at the clock. We're done already. Oi. Another fan. Oi, oi. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll catch you next week right here on Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. Bye-bye. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. Just click the orange button at the top of the IsraelNewsTalkRadio.home page, log in as yourself or an anonymous guest, and join in on the fun. You'll meet other listeners from all over the world who listen to Israel News Talk Radio, and you can make new friends. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. It's the closest you can get to being in the studio with us. We love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candle lighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel. Plus, little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.